Hello, and welcome to another edition of Igayutat, a show about helpful ways of understanding and living in the world. And I'm Diane McGachrin. I'm with Esther Green. And today we're going to talk about a research project I've been a part of, and I've been sharing this research project with Esther. We are studying ways that communities are strong and ways that communities can become even stronger as a way to promote health and well-being for their young people. Mm-hmm. And there's some different categories to this study. There's, we looked at cultural continuity. We looked at self-determination, local control. We looked at the services in villages like schools. And we'll talk a little bit about that today. And the other area we'll cover is a little bit on spirituality and religion. So Esther, we're going to just start with cultural continuity, and that's how does a community keep its culture going in ways that are protective. And so we have a list here that you and I talked about, and one was about how people can be role models in their community mm-hmm. of cultural strength and well-being. I've known some villagers. Uh, they look up to their leaders. Are they still doing it right now? Mm-hmm. Um, but if the leaders of the village keep doing their big thing and mm-hmm. let the whole community, especially the young people, let them see you keep doing it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you gave a really good example about when you're, if somebody's going out to do subsistence, mm-hmm. what was it you were talking about that with young people who might be feeling lost or yes. a young person that you notice is kind of not doing well? Mm-hmm. Um, like, for example, I'm a hunter. Mm-hmm. Pretend <laughs> I'm a man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And I look around and I noticed uh, some young people walking around with their hands in their pocket. Uh, Seems like they're lost or don't know what to do. Um, And I'm a wilderness person. Mm -hmm. Right. Came to my mind that I could talk to that guy who I feel is lost. Mm-hmm. Can you come with me? Oh, yeah. Just for today and come hunting with me. Yeah. And you know very well that person has no equipment to go out hunting. Mm-hmm. Let the boy know that your equipment that you and him will share. Mm. Nice. Yeah. You might get people like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the, it's a powerful thing. You never know the boy might enjoy that. And at the end, when you guys come home, ask him, can you come with me again? 
Oh, wow. Yeah. Because I know the wilderness can be such a healing place anyway, mm-hmm. that even just being out there, right? You've talked about that, how just being out there has an effect. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you mentioned how, well, when that person, co- when the hunter comes back, that hunter can share with other people. Mm-hmm how they did that and maybe other people will maybe think you know maybe I'm going to grab a youth and mm-hmm. take them with me and you know that boy may have come from broken family mm-hmm. um, and he'd go out and he'd get some oh. and you tell that young young person take those home to your parents and remember your grandma or grandparents if they're alive, or if they're not, think of some some elder mm, mm-hmm. and just share one thing with them. Uh, and you are bringing out of your brokenness, you are making somebody happy, even your broken family or um, and elders, mm-hmm. that you gave them something something that's so very, very precious that makes them happy. Right, right. And it'll change your mind in a good way. I think what's really beautiful about that is that is deeply yupik Mm -hmm. to go to the wilderness Mm -hmm. and to trust the wilderness to be part of healing. Yeah. And so to bring a young person there, it has a lot of meaning. Yes. And beautiful. Me, myself, I'm still pretending I'm a man. Oh, okay, yes, keep pretending. (laughs) (laughs) So, if the boys seem to uh, enjoy what they're doing with him, with me, and you like that too, the outcome of it, you have friends. You can tell a little story about what you did. Yeah, using storytelling then to add to this whole thing. Mm. I like that. And, um, well, women could do it too at fishing. Yes. Camp. They could take some a young woman and help her cut fish or do things yes. like that too, yes. right? Yeah. Just the same. Yeah. Mentally, emotionally. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Well, these cultural practices are just have so many rich layers to them. Mm-hmm. They're not just going and getting an a- catching an animal. It's got many layers, and I, I think that's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that's what we're trying to look at is, like, what are these kind of practices that can help youth? The other area um, we're talking about, you and I were talking about earlier, is local governance. Mm-hmm. How can a tribal council be strong, and be part of keeping their village or helping their village develop in really healthy ways. Mm-hmm. And so um, one way you did, you talked about that. Like, what can a tribal council do? You know, um, we see what our community is trying to do. These are groups that get together together. And they talk about ways of healthy living. Mm-hmm. What the top officials in that community, 
there's health aides, there's a social worker mm-hmm. in school, even the principal mm-hmm. in that school, and church leaders, VPO, VPSOs, mm, yep. and and the people that have good sense sense of um, activities mm-hmm. in their heads. When they see those kinds of healing, healing uh, programs, meeting and gathering together, those people should be interested in that. Oh yeah, the council members. Yeah, council should members should be interested in that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That. Yeah. Exactly. And you talked about including elders. Yes. And you gave a really. What do you think about an elder who can't participate? in a council meeting, how can you still reach out to an elder who may be disabled, for example? My idea and the thing that I thought about, think of ways how you can get to that person and bring back to the group. Uh, Mm -hmm. And here's one thing. If a disabled, if you have disabled elder in the village, make time to go over to record what that elder says Mm -hmm. because they have lots of ideas and wisdom Mm -hmm. that maybe some of us don't know. Mm. Yeah. And play, play it and let people hear it in our group. uh Yeah. Record. That's nice. Yeah. Do you want to... Oh, there was one other thing you said that I thought was really powerful about council leaders themselves, developing themselves mm. as individuals in these... What do you think of that? How When the, the top people mm-hmm. uh, get involved in, in what healthy things, what healthy activities that uh, this group is want to have in that village mm-hmm. when those higher higher uh, top people council tribal yeah. and all those other things church members they are instead of being divided mm-hmm. they could develop themselves mentally, spiritually, emotionally, Mm. Um, some things. And the participants in that area will look at them and they'll be glad. Oh, boy, they're here to help us. Mm -hmm. They're here to work with us. Yeah, so that that could be really exciting Mm -hmm. and powerful. I like that idea that people in leadership positions take time to be aware of their own emotional, spiritual, and mental development Mm -hmm. so that they are the best leaders and they really work on themselves. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of cool. And working together like this instead of being divided, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you gain more knowledge. You get stronger in mental spiritually to work with it's it's just like looking at the village and they're all in one one mind 
to work. Oh, yeah. That's powerful. For the better. Yes. And, and like you say, when that happens, it touches everyone on those different levels. Yes. Yeah. yeah, nice. Do you want to say a little of that in Euctan or any of what you've said so far? Just a little summary in Euctan? Yeah. Thank you for that summary, which reminds me, we, you, we talk about keeping language going yeah. as a mm. part of cultural continuity, and I'm just so grateful that you um, have your language yeah. and you can share that on our mm. podcast mm. here. Um, so one of the other areas we, we're looking at is what are effective services in a community? And you and I focused on schools, and we wanted to look at how can a school be more culturally grounded and be more integrated in the community? You know, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Nowadays, nowadays uh, we have cultural week. Right. Just right. one week. I know. Ikhtokdauna. <laughs> That's not enough, the way I think about it. Okay. It's me, uh, not the listeners, but me, for me, mm -hmm. it's too short. Mm -hmm. What you could have, culturally grounded school, it doesn't have to be one week of culture. You can take some good things there and always yeah. mix them right. with the whole school year. Yeah, okay. One way of doing this, when you're talking about, oh, 
uh, they could be integrated to science, biology. Yeah, so because we were thinking about how wouldn't it be cool if subsistence life was integrated in the school all year long? Yes. So yes. let's let's say somebody caught a moose. Well, when you butcher that moose, that could be biology. And then how you prepare the moose could be part of social, cultural practices, mm -hmm. inviting mm -hmm. elders mm -hmm. to come eat the moose. Yeah. And then what's the mm. science or what's the traditional science of tanning the hide? So there's many layers in subsistence life mm -hmm. that could be you know, part of biology, social skills, language, traditional science, writing, dissecting wild game or fish. Do you want to share that part in Yukton? Now, down <laughs> Awesome. Okay. I'm so glad that you can share that. And we also talked about like schools and villages really becoming community schools, mm -hmm. you know, where adults have things maybe in the evenings that they can go to the school for or, you know, just more of that integrating into the community, you know, that can happen. Mm -hmm. The last area we thought we would touch on is spirituality and religion. That's another area that 
our research project is looking at what are the strengths in spirituality and religion that can help protect young people. And so um, there are churches in communities, and then there's also traditional spirituality. And we were going to talk a little bit about understanding spirituality from the perspective of traditional culture, that it can be the way you live on the tundra, the rivers, the sea, all of those subsistence life is spiritual. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about how it can be spiritual to practice subsistence life. Um, I liked what you had told me about how it can be spiritual to gather, to fish, and when you do it like your ancestors and elders taught, it is a spiritual way of being. Mm -hmm. And so spirituality can be found in religion and a church and people practice that way some people might not practice that way but they might find deeper spirituality mm -hmm. for them in traditional like subsistence life or it might be a combination mm -hmm. right so we were talking about uh you you brought up holidays and how you <laughs> <laughs> i know and kind of your outlook on some of the religious holidays and how you've thought of it in your own way so do you want to yeah. um, say something like that like when someone does something nice for you during the summer yeah what is it uh, of? when someone does something for me or even give me something uh in the middle middle of the summer i'm so happy and sometimes automatically merry christmas <laughs> pops out of my my mouth <laughs> Every day is like Christmas. <laughs> yeah. Ah. Because, yeah, because <laughs> there's gifts we can give to people every day, like... You give or somebody give you gifts every day. Mm -hmm. It could be material stuff or it could be word of courage. Yeah, words of encouragement. Yeah. It can be just kindness. Kindness. Everyone yeah. is being kind to me. And they share me with the, with their food and mm -hmm. being deeply grateful every day is spiritual. And my mother and ancestors were grateful every day for everything. And that is deeply spiritual. Oh, wow. What is it like to even say that? It's, you... it's like, you know, I can connect this to living one day at a time, mm, mm -hmm. not worrying about the past or something that's unknown in the future. Mm -hmm. But this day, mm. uh, it's like uh, when something good
happens outside of my life, mm-hmm. to me, mm. it's like following the new day. Oh, yeah. One day at a time. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel good to talk about that? Oh yes. <laughs> I wish people good. could see our faces because we're both smiling really hard. Because right <laughs> <laughs> it's such a beautiful way to think of it, right? So we were talking about how it's okay if spirituality is through the tundra, subsistence, cultural life, through the church, or both. It can be combination. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's yeah. Neat. Um, wilderness. Men always mention wilderness. They're addicted to wilderness. Mm-hmm. They like to go out hunting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or some of them just go for a ride and because it's so quiet out there. Right, right. And you can gather all the good wisdom that you've learned and gather them together, put them in front of you and mm. think about it to shape yourself. Nice. Yeah, yeah those kind yeah. of things happen when we we women go out berry picking, fishing, gather I, plants. I know somebody who's addicted to fishing. <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> and it's a kind of a spiritual practice for yes, you, I think, because yes, you yes. you often talk about it like that and I, I think that's cool. So, you know, we could talk we could do a lot of shows on all of this, can't we? So, yeah. <laughs> but we're going to come to the end. Um we thank everyone for listening. So again, this is uh some research the university's doing and what's really cool is most all of the research team are Alaska Native people. Mm-hmm. The people who called villages and gathered information on what are some of the strengths of their communities, all Alaska Native. And we looked at five areas. You and I just talked about, um, I think we talked about four of the areas. And when we gathered that data, we were looking at cultural continuity, how culture can keep going. And that Mm -hmm. can be a strength and help young people. How can tribal governor governance or tribal councils um, be stronger and be part of their community's well-being? And then we looked at um, effective services like the school. How can the school be more culturally integrated? Mm-hmm. And then we last area we looked at was another area we're studying is how is spirituality and religion part of a community strength? Yeah. And you described a really beautiful way mm-hmm. of understanding that. So um, thank you so much, Esther. Mm-hmm. And everyone, we'll have another show in June. And we thank you for listening. Queen, uh, at this time, I want to thank elders in part of encouragement how to live. Mm. Try to live a clean life. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yes. the tools they give us. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Guyana. Guyana. Thank you for listening to Igayutet, hosted by Diane McGachran and Esther Green, produced by KYUK. 